Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio What's going on, everybody? It's yeah, it's we're week back. number you... something <laughs> like that. You know, uh, we're 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 kind of like you know, kind of at this point, we're like, oh my god. Why don't you tell them who we are? Oh, we're Dark Bruno's podcast, by yep. the way. <laughs> yeah, and we're back what, for episode number uh, two hundred two hundred Delta. Yes, that's what's right. What's your name, though? Oh, well, my name's Kevin. And what's I'm your Kevin. name? And I'm Kevin. <laughs> you want me to say that all the time? Jesus. See, we, we have to introduce ourselves because it's just how it works, dude. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because if not, they're going to be like, who are these fucking ding-a-langs? Yeah. Be like, uh, I mean, honestly. Yeah. Which one's which? I know. I'm the one that sounds like I have facial hair. I'm the one that's fat. Yeah, both. So. <laughs> okay. I'm fatter than you, by the way. How do you know? Uh, the last time I weighed myself at work, there was a three at the beginning of it. Oh well, I know mine's mine's under. Yeah, I've I've gained uh, sympathy weight during the pregnancy. Oh, that's okay. That's a real fucking thing too. So that's all right, buddy. I've gained like sixty pounds. That's okay. It's pretty fucking bad. Uh, I'm, so, I'm, you know, it's fine. Waiting for this little shit to be born, so I have something oh. to chase, and I'll lose weight. There you go. And also, I won't eat as much. You will too. No, I, I stress eat. So anyway. Anyway. Wow. So, <sighs> so like I said, about. we're this is episode two hundred D or Delta. Yep. Or dog, or whatever. Um, yeah, and um, this is our last episode for the quote Battle unquote, of Mogadishu. Yeah, the Mo- Battle of Mogadishu, yep. or some would refer to it as quote unquote Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Um, or if you want the government name, Operation Gothic Serpent. Yes. But we've, the series, we've gone with the Battle of Mogadishu because that's essentially yeah. what it is. Exactly. And as I've also seen it referred to as the, the Battle of the Black Sea, uh, which I. And it's because of the Black Sea neighborhood where it yeah. takes place, which I'm like, looking at these maps, I was on Google Maps, and I'm like, it's not even anywhere fucking close to the Black Sea. Exactly. Why the fuck are we calling it this? Um, also, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, and um, if we haven't put that up, the map yes, of the of The map the will be up by then. It will be up, um, just so that... And I, I'm going to actually try to... Um, do I don't know? I don't know how I do it, but I want to try to do like one where I show you guys the route that who we're going to be speaking about mm-hmm. actually took, which is um when you hear when you hear us talk about last week uh, the QRF, which is the Quick Reactionary Force, that's the Tenth Mountain Division, which is um 
the 214, uh, they were actually they were in country. They'd been in country for quite a while. At oh this yeah, point. They, um, I, I think they went over initially with the Marine Corps. No, they actually went over after. Okay, everything so. kind of took took off. Um, so they went over at when Clinton was in. Office. So they so they went in around the same time that the Rangers and Delta would have gone in. Uh, I think because actually, the Marines were in when Bush was there. And then he yeah. pulled him back because the UN was like, "Hey, we don't know what the fuck we're doing." Yeah, well, because they're the as, UN. As soon as the um, the UN vehicles have been attacked several times, this is when they were sent in. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the UN can't do it. They make us do it. So they're the QRF, which is what I will be referring to them as, uh, not the Quick Reactionary Force. Yeah, because that's just too fucking this, long. Yeah, it's long. So they were asked. We're all about abbreviations up on this bitch. <laughs> so as abbreviating we all, motherfuckers. As we all know, <laughs> um, the shit show that was going on. You got the yeah. two Black Hawks down. Definitely um, go back and listen to the last couple episodes. Yeah. It's way easier. We'll wait. wait. Okay. okay did not, you listen to him yet? Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. didn't, well, go back and listen to him, and yeah. then, then come back to this. Um, this is like having your dessert after. Yeah, this is the point. This is where, like wiping your ass before you pooped. Kinda. This is the point where you just stop, don't listen to us anymore yeah. because it's spoilers. And also, and we're go not back. good at this. Um, oh. <laughs> so your answer was better. They, so you got everything going on. Okay, you got the the three man Humvee uh, with um, Blackburn coming back. Yep. Um, you got. McKnight's crew, who are, you know, are just getting fucked up left and right. And they, and they were the, the remainder of the column that yeah. stayed in the city. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing what they need to do. They're trying to get their asses out. Yeah. Um, you've got Delta and Rangers trying to hold down Crash Site 1. Trying to stay alive. Trying to stay alive. you got Wounded, KIA. Um, you have, at this point, you also have another guy that really needs to get the fuck out, um, Smith, who has been shot in the femoral artery. Um, he's bleeding out. He actually does end up dying. Which you said last week, his injury that he actually suffered was way worse than they made it look in the movie. Yeah. Because he got hit, like, up in the hips, right? Yeah, the fucking shot, like, through the pelvis and it fucking ricocheted and poof. Yeah. Right out. Um, which is not a fun way to die. And he actually survived a lot longer than I thought. He actually survived like, like, like quite a few hours. It was hours. Like, yeah. And honestly, I mean, as much as you hate to say it, he could have survived if he actually, they actually could have got a, if they weren't in a firefight. Um, yeah. If they could actually have landed a little bird there to get him out, he would have survived. Um, maybe also, this is my this is my thought. You may disagree with me, Kevin, but I think that if they actually could have um, got him some blood to blood in there and some other stuff, they actually he actually probably could have survived as well. Yes and no, because if you could if you could have matched the correct blood type or plasma, which is just plasma is just like a universal donor kind of shit. But then you also have to get the bleeding to stop too. Yeah. And the femoral artery is not an easy thing to get to stop bleeding. No, but once, you, but if you just get it so they clamp it off, right? But they, they couldn't get it to 
because to stop because it kind of retracted so far. And that was another one of the accuracies in the movie is when they had it clamped, they they clamped it off and the pressure started to build yeah. up enough that it actually shot the um, uh, the forceps off of it. And when it did, it retracted up into his yeah. leg. Um, and from there, you're fucked because like like we mentioned with our, our gentleman on Patreon, you have a real real hard time tourniqueting a fucking uh, femoral artery, artery bleed because it's yeah. so deep. The artery itself is so deep and there's so much meat on both sides of your leg, especially these fucking guys who, when they don't have anything extra to do, they're working out. Yeah. These guys are huge. So you, you really can't stop that bleeding. Yeah. So, and so they got, so all this stuff is going on. Would have been, it would have been better in my opinion, if he had died quickly. Yeah. So for him, at least. So that all this stuff is going on. Okay. And meanwhile, so the 10th mountain, they, Previous to all this, they get asked to get their shit together and go down to the airfield. Yeah. Okay. Because they're not together. Like some would think. The, yeah. The Rangers have their own base with the Delta and the Night Stalkers. They're, they're together. The 10th Mountain is somewhere different. Okay. They, they were not the Pakistani hotel, were they? No. No, that was uh, like the Malaysians and them guys. Yeah, so they're they're separate. The, uh, the stadium, um, sorry. They, so they get asked to come down to the airfield, and they, um, just just in case, okay, just in case Task Force Ranger needed them, and they sure fucking well, did. sometime between them going to the base and getting to the base, they get a call. To, okay, I found a cool map. I'm gonna save this thing and show it to you. Okay, let me start that again. So, but sometime between, um, them going to, getting the call to be asked to go to the airfield to stand by, and going to the airfield, the mission parameters totally change. Yeah. For them, from waiting to see if they're going to be needed, to we fucking need you. Yeah. It it went from we don't know to get the fuck here real quick, yeah. and uh, and 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 if anybody's read read the book or reading the book, you know, or listen to anything, you know, re- listening to the book, um, it's kind of perceived that the Rangers and Delta don't really like these guys, which is actually not really true. They actually do like them um, because you know they're. <laughs> they're kind of like that cousin you don't see that often where it's like you're like yeah. oh hey what's going on man and you're like eh, i but don't know how to make small talk with you but really these are the guys that train a lot of them you know because you need to learn your mountain warfare right and these guys know mountain warfare and a lot of the guys in delta at, at some point in time were potentially in yeah 10th mountain um so the, the two commanders uh went into the operation center when they got to your phone buzzing with me i sent you a map um, it kind of shows, so this map I showed you kind of shows where their headquarters is and it's a, 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 like an overhead grid of the city and it is a fucking clusterfuck the entire city. Uh, yeah, fucking streets going every, which goddamn direction. Oh, okay. So they're quite a ways. Yeah. So like they're, so not, what we were talking about with where their headquarters are. So it's like due north of task force ranger. Um, it's like. Yeah, literally due north of, like, if you could draw a line from where Task Force Ranger is, yeah, north, 
it is literally north of of there. And then due east from where they are basically is the K four circle, which is that big ass uh, roundabout that leads right into the city. Yeah, which is uh, a fuck. Well, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah, that. This, I'm gonna put a picture of this map up too because this city is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, like traffic wise. So thankfully the, nobody has a, has fucking cars. So the two commanders um, of of the Tenth Mountain. Um, go into the operation center of Task Force Ranger, okay? Yep. And they speak with General Garrison and Lieutenant Colonel Van Arsdale. Now, Van Arsdale, I'm going to tell you this much. He's kind of a fucking John Wayne. Let's put it that way. <laughs> a goddamn cowboy, huh? Yeah. Uh, he's something. They, uh, they were briefed on what had taken place and told that the route that they would need to take um, to get to the crash sites. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they get into the back of, of the two and a half ton trucks, which in the book they said five ton, but that's okay. Yeah. Same difference, um, essentially. But now this is where it's kind of fucking, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? No, I don't think so. I'm not getting the back of that fucking no, thing. I think it's important to explain why you're covering the 10th mountain part of it. Because... Anywhere else that you hear anything about this, these guys aren't mentioned. No. You hear about the Rangers. You hear about the Delta. You hear about the helicopters. You hear about the Pakistanis. You hear about the Pakistanis. And the Malaysians. You don't really hear about the Malaysians. But but nobody talks about these guys. Um, and if you have Amazon Prime, there is a documentary on there yeah. called, I think it's just called Black Hawk Down, right? Yeah. Um, the Untold Story. The Untold Story, yeah. So um, it's it's a, it's a good it's a good um you have to you have to know you have to kind of know a little bit about a little bit to understand it like, to follow it. Full disclosure, I haven't watched the whole thing, but what I've watched of it, it was fascinating. I watched the whole thing. Oh, I know you did <laughs> several times. All you've talked about for the last four weeks off air has been like, so Tenth Mountain did some crazy shit, and I'm like, fucking stop! Yeah. I want to hear about it then. So anyway, <laughs> so they get in the back of the trucks. Okay, now. This is the part where I was like, are you fucking kidding me? No fucking way. I am not getting the back of those trucks. No way. Yeah, because shit's ain't armored. No. They have sandbags and plywood. Yeah, and okay. like a, probably a fucking tarp thrown over the top. No. Not just, even a tarp. No. You're going to get rained on. It doesn't San- rain in the desert. Just so. sandbags and plywood. Um, I mean, we all know. And that's their quote-unquote protection. We all know that... Two canvas bags filled with sand, thick, will stop an AK round. Shakes head violently. Uh, uh, it depends on how deep it is. It'll slow that bitch no. down, but it ain't going to stop um, it. Well, what's not going to stop it is the rounds coming in from above. Or the RPGs. Because, um, I mean, they got pretty good with them over the last well, couple weeks. they didn't really get hit with those too much. No, but, but there was the potential for them. <laughs> um, the route that was planned out was to take the most direct route to the crash site. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, what that was, was that, um, you know, they would, they, well, well I'll, I'll, I'll go into it, okay? So, the convoy actually was led by Captain, uh, Waste, well, West, Weststone, um, okay? Now, he's a fucking, he, he's kind of a, a big dude, and he's, like, all about his men and getting shit done. Yeah. 
He actually ends up getting into an argument. Very with, straightforward. Yeah, yeah, he actually gets up ends up getting in an argument with uh, another captain, certain captain in the steel. Yeah. Him and Captain Steel get in a fucking heated little argument of, you know, who's in charge. But, you know, we'll get to that. And the thing is, is, like, everything you hear about both of these guys, like, outside of being in direct combat, they seem like they would just be, like, the dude you want to hang out with because yeah. they're just good shits. And when they're not being shot at, these guys probably would have got along fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> Previous to this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So their route was going to take them north from... Task Force Ranger, mm-hmm. up to the K-4 circle. Up through the K-4. Okay. Straight, straight up to National Street, hang a right on a National, and all the way... A right on a National? Or a left on a National? It'd be uh, a left, looks like. No, it'd be a right. Because if you're coming up... Oh, so they're going up via Lennon, then yeah. on the National. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I had my map oriented wrong here. Yeah, so they're okay. going... So they're up... So... They hit the K-4, okay? Shit hits the fucking fan. So they're on Via Lennon right now, correct? They're they're not even to that point. They are at the K-4. So, and again, like we said, uh, was it two weeks ago? From from Task Force Ranger to the Target building, where all of this shit's going on, is three miles. That's driving. That's not even flying. That's three miles on the road. Yeah, just it's and these guys have made it approximately a thousand yards up. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) they're already getting fucking shit thrown at them. Yeah, they all hell breaks loose. Jesus Christ, they are being hit with RPGs and shot at from all the buildings all around. Okay, they're not stopping. And of course, at this point in time, it's after dark, right? Uh, no, it's getting there. It's still, it's kind of like that twilighty. No, it's still actually, um. It's still actually daylight. Oh, okay. They take off in the daylight. Now, in the book, it sounds like they fucking take off in the dark. It is not. Right. But I, I also get my shit confused because this is the like the lower hemisphere. So their winter hour, their, their fall hours are different than ours. So at 3 o'clock in the afternoon where up here, it's already starting to get dark when these guys, when the fucking initial attack took off. Yeah. So it's still kind of... Like late afternoon when when Tenth Mountain leaves, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're I'm trying to follow along logistically and read the map. So and... ten, So once they get, to, so they're at K four. Okay. Yep. They're at K four. Go through the fucking roundabout. As they're going through the roundabout, Stooker and his boys are coming back. Oh, okay. They meet each other right there. Right. Stooker and all and the the three other Humvees keep going. And he's just like fucking um, don't go, <laughs> don't bother, stay home. They so th- these guys would keep going, you know. The, Holy the shit, mountain. they were out that long. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! I didn't realize that. So the tenth mountain gets gets up, okay? Because Stooker rolled back in at like four o'clock ish, like like you no, know, not not quite four, like four thirty ish. Well, back yeah, into well, base. It's, not, it's not too far away. The K-4 is really not far away from... But still, with all that other shit going on, um, these guys were out there for that fucking long? No. They hadn't been that long. They hadn't been... There's a confusion there. They hadn't been actually... By the time they got to the K-4... Right. Which... What, and they met Stooker and those guys. Yeah. So, it really hadn't been all that long since... No, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, from the time these guys left... To the time this event wraps up. They were out there a long fucking time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were out there for like... Yeah. Uh, 
six hours? More than that. Holy shit. So, I didn't realize that. No, no, no. Oh, these, my God. These, uh, no, the Tenth Mountain is out there. the movie makes it look like fucking the entire convoy comes back, and then Tenth uh-uh. Mountain leaves at, like, 7.30 at night. No. Holy fuck, no, no, dude. No, no, no. No. So, so they, they, they meet Stooker's guys, okay? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. And they keep going. Give they're like a wave on the way through. They're like, no, I don't think there's no fucking wave. <laughs> no, I there's think no waving. I think it's fucking white knuckles uh-huh. going. Um, Everybody it, is pre-shit their pants. Yes. Yeah. And they get to the national, they get to national street. Okay. okay? And this is where they're going to bang a right. Nope. They go to bang a right. Right. Because technically the target building is on the corner of national and Hallwadig. Yeah. So if they could, if they could take a right here, they've got a straight shot to the target building. Yeah, essentially. They can't. No, because the the fucking no. roadblocks everywhere. Roadblocks. <clears throat> they roll straight through. They're like, okay, we're going to go around it. So we're going to go up we're to gonna go up to armed forces. Armed forces. Okay. Okay. Armed forces street is blocked. completely blocked off. So they can't do anything. They head back. Okay. Oh, they, so they didn't continue up to 20, uh, 21 October Road. They turned around? They turned around. Holy they shit. Can't, they can't get past Armed Forces oh, Road. Oh, okay. So, so Armed Forces Road itself isn't it's blocked. Completely, it's the intersection. The whole intersection's okay. blocked. They're, they're, no go. they're like, oh, boy. Bad. Um. So <laughs> he get to this point, they're like, well, turn it around. And guess what? How many vehicles are in this convoy? Um... I think it was like five, six trucks. So that's not easy to turn around because no. these trucks are big. Yeah. And um, we're, we're talking like. Uh, and there's a couple Humvees in yeah. there too. So if you were to take a, basically like a 26 foot U-Haul truck lengthwise. But these guys can, the guys that know are in it can drive. But still, you're also being fucking shot at. Yeah. <laughs> well. This isn't like trying to turn it around in a Walmart parking lot. You know? So. This is, um, this is when they have to say, mm, "We gotta turn around." Jesus Christ! They turn okay. around. They have to run the gauntlet again. Jesus Christ! So we're gonna and then this is this is how I all I can say is this is what I can picture hell being. Okay. Oh yeah, cause... they're running the they're running the gauntlet back. They go back to the airfield, and as they get back to the airfield, they get there just as. Dusk begins. Okay. Um, they had, by the time they get back, they had um, one truck that just barely made it back. Um, when I say barely, I mean that it had all the windows shot out um, and all the tires were completely flat. It's like drive through fucking yeah. Detroit. <laughs> they had multiple wounded already because Fuck. you have, you know. What you have. Yeah, you're getting the dog shit shot out of you yeah. from every feasible angle, and you have no cover. Exactly. And these guys, like, most of the buildings in Somalia are, uh, like, one to, th- like, anywhere between one and three stories. Like, the tallest building in, in Mogadishu is the Olympic Hotel at, yep. like, five stories. Yeah. So, these are, some of these buildings where they're shooting down into these trucks... They're almost fucking eye level with the guys in the back of them. Exactly. Jesus Christ. And there's no fucking protection that blows no. my mind. So this at this point, the seriousness of the whole situation was sinking in for them. Fuck and they man. knew that the Rangers and Delta were in deep trouble. Yeah. And that the only ones that could get them out were the 10th Mountain guys. Yep. Um, they had to regroup and reorganize. They had to get the wounded out of the trucks, ammo up. Get water. 
because they yep. need to water and replacements. Yep. Because you're not going in with yep. less than what you went in with and the first time. The biggest thing is they needed to get an update on the situation. <laughs> now, at hand. are they when they go back out? Are they only bringing Tenth Mountain guys, or are they also no. bringing like Straggler Rangers and shit? I'll get there. Okay. So because I kind of figured they would. Because at this point in time, you're going to take yes. any fucking help you'll get. So they knew that they would need um, to have some form of armor. Okay? Uh-huh. Yep. They need, need it. <clears throat> now, um, they would have been able... <clears throat> Sorry. I think I actually m- mentioned this um, in episode A or B. I'm not quite sure. But mention about this whole armor situation. Yeah. Well, they would have been able to actually have U.S. armor... Which would have been ten times better than what they got. Yeah, because at this point um, in time, we would have been rolling fucking Abrams and Bradleys up yeah. the streets. If um, a certain Secretary of Defense named Les Aspen had yeah. not had his head up his Aspen. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and denied the request um, to have yeah. the armor there. Now, it said that in the book that... Um, that um, um, General, uh, well, what's his fuck there? Uh, Garrison yep. had actually said that, oh, it wouldn't be useful, which actually is kind of bullshit because he would have known it would have been useful. But, I mean, logistically, rolling a tank down these streets where you can barely fit a truck, some of them, not going to work. Yeah, but... I mean, you an APC or APCs. something, that's not as wide, that would have been helpful, but... We could have we could have taken But we didn't need it. Because this was supposed to have fucking been done already. This was a forty-five minute mission. Yeah, this was but the in thing and is, out. Is thing is, is this: if we even just in case we needed to have it, okay, mm-hmm. you know, roll in with it, you know, uh, we would have had it there. Okay, we could have fucking. They could have been like, "Hey, shit's hitting the fan. We need a fucking tank." They're, they're, and the tank con- would have been condoms. The tank would have been like, "All right," because guess what? Our, our those RPGs. They can get fucked. They can eat dicks. Yeah, because our, our tank's going to go, oh, see ya. Just bitch slapping them out of the air. Yeah. They're, they're condoms. You'd rather have one and not need it than need one and not have exactly. it. Exactly. But so, at this point in time, you've got fucking Apaches back here at Task Force Ranger. At this point in time, you send those motherfuckers in and just lay waste to the entire thing. Yeah. But when you've already had, at this point in time, three fucking helicopters shot down. Eh. So... Or the little birds that have rockets, that we finally got rockets on the little birds. Why aren't they using them? Yeah. So, Blow these fucking guys up. So Colonel Davis, David, I'm sorry, David, who's in charge of um, the 10th Mountain, this yep. is actually, he's only been in country, this guy, for like three months. Yeah. Okay. In control of the 10th Mountain. Because he came in as like a replacement or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, like somebody was yep. either... Wounded or sick or some shit, and they brought him in. Uh, I don't or think like a, so. I know. I think it's just a you know roto- yeah. rotation. Rotation ended. Yeah. So he went back to the talk to speak with Brigadier General Guile and Major General Garrison. I'm sorry, Guile. Yep. Like as in Street Fighter Guile. Yep. Fuck, dude. G I L E. Shit. Um, Hopefully, it was the video game version and not Jean Claude Van Damme because he was true. a punk bitch. I hated that movie. Very true. Very true. Raul Julia was good, though, and he was dying of cancer. He was. Um, so he went in to speak with them and get a situation report and any updates, mm-hmm. you know, anything they needed. He was told that they would go to the port, Newport facility mm-hmm. to link up with the Malaysians and the Pakistanis. Right. Which had – the Malaysians had an armored unit 
of APCs and the Pakistanis had a tank unit. And that's also in there. the neck of the woods where at this point in time Gofina's bird is is sitting. Yeah. Down to, down by the port. So um they came up with a plan to see cuz so they roll out to the Newport facility, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they go up back up the K4. Yeah, back um, up the K4 over bang a right and then down the coast down yeah, to the to, port. To the Newport okay. facility, okay? And they sorry up. to sorry to do this. Nope. I'm just I'm trying to keep track because I got it's my fine. map and I got a pen. It's fine. And I'm having fun. So they come up with a plan to see if the Malaysians at this point they yeah, they got the Malaysians in there, like, hey, well, we don't need them. You know, in in their vehicle. So they're like, We gotta see if we can get these guys out of the APCs <laughs> so that our tenth mountain guys can go in there so they're not in the back of fucking two and a half ton pickup trucks. So we got we're, we're, we gotta kick the Malaysians out of their own yes. shit. And, yep. And at this point in time, would you really bother sending somebody in that doesn't speak the same fucking language? Well, not not to be that kind of asshole, but like this dad, that's there's what, a language barrier there. Well, like, yes. What the fuck are you? What do With, you want? Because you have Malaysian and you have Pakistani, two different fucking, you know, right. And peoples. I mean, not to not to do this, but Pakistanis and Malaysians don't look the same. No, and neither one of them look like Somalis. No. <laughs> so you don't know who the fuck these people are. Um. So, when you have some dude roll, some fucking white dude roll up from East Tennessee and stick yeah. his head out, and he's like, "Y'all," you're like, "Cool." So this, this that's no, so that's part of the stress. Okay, that starts. Yeah, it's because the language barrier. Also, they don't know how to open the doors of the vehicle, and they had to get try to figure out you know these vehicles that they're not familiar with. Yep, because they're not American made; they're um, Malaysian made. Exactly, or, or Pakistani. Yeah, and they you know don't know how to communicate with them, and the Malaysians and Pakistanis don't know how to communicate back. And there's no communication at all from these vehicles to the convoy that's still in the city, exactly, or the communication part. So these guys are flying by the seat of their fucking exactly. pants. So some of the guys and the whole time this is going on, the Rangers and Delta are fucking in the middle of a wicked intense gunfight. Yeah, so. From the time that this episode started, these guys have all been shooting like continuously still. Yes. So we're we're not just we're not gonna gr- uh, glaze over that, but yeah, these guys are still trying to fucking not die yep. while all of this other of logistical course. nightmare is of going course. on. But they have a while longer. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, some of the guys from the Tenth Mountain didn't like the fact that they were getting into um, the hot zone. In vehicles that were, well, at this point, basically fucking glow-in-the-dark. It's essentially a flatbed you're going in on, No, 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 no. They're going in APCs. Okay. okay? But they're going to go in in this fucking thing that kind of glows in the dark because it is white. White. Yes. As they would say, sticks out like a sword deck. Yep. Um, So it's worth noting that the QRF was not only made up of the parties that I have mentioned so far, which were... Pakistanis, Malaysians, and 10th Mountain. Yeah. It was also made up of 15 or so Rangers and about the same amount of Delta. So it's just like a ragtag, like, yeah. grab your shit and get in the car. We yeah. Gotta so, go. uh, um, uh, what's his name's, uh, uh, Stooker's guys. Yep. And, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, McKnight? No, um, Stooker and, um, because at, at this point, McKnight had already gotten back. Yeah. And he, he got back to the base. So anybody and, anybody um, that was not 
banged up in Stoker's yeah. convoy went back out with 10th Mountain. And so did anybody that's not banged up with McKnight. Okay. Because McKnight's made it back as well. Yeah, because these these guys are not so, just... They're not going to just get back and be like, well, so done my part. I'm going to bed. No, these guys want to go back out and get their fucking... Their, their friends back. So what's made up... So what's left of Chalk 4... Yep. Which is uh, Eversman and all them. Yep. They're with them. Okay. Okay. Okay, so before we get too carried away, <laughs> because we didn't realize that we're already half an hour into this fucking thing, Oof. let's take a quick break and come back and put this thing to bed. Yeah, because things are getting getting kind of... You know, things are starting to heat up. Okay. It's our weekly reminder that things are about to get bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Okay, so we're still back at the port facility, yes. correct? We haven't left there yet. No. Okay. So the I'm plan was... Playing bingo here. Now, they have to get everything all fucking situated here. Yep. So the plan that they came up with was to have the Pakistani tanks lead, um, but the commander of the tanks called back to his command and told them what the plan was and was told no. By all accounts, in all fairness, um, I've read a couple of different things, the overall... Pakistani commander in country was a douche. Yeah. Like anytime anybody asked for help, he said no. And I think it was because of the whole situation with the Italians where they came in and fucked their guys up with a helicopter. Yeah. And after that, he just didn't want to play ball anymore. Yeah. So that plan was scratched and this meant that the Malaysian APCs would lead the way. Okay. Which is still better than being in a goddamn flatbed truck. And the Pakistanis would be there as well. Oh, not to mention also they had some um, Humvees as well. Yeah, like the, okay. the Humvees that would have come back from the convoy that weren't shot to shit. Yeah. Now... Which, I mean, they were all pretty well shot to shit, let's be real, but, you know, ones that had inflated tires. Yeah. Oh, not only... So this is all going on, but to throw something else in, the mission parameters have changed as well. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is no longer to go in to help the Rangers. It was actually a mission to save the Rangers. Yeah. Um, and as soon as they got to, so they go back. So they go back up, hit K four. Okay, mm-hmm. back up to the K four. Yep. Yep. Go back up through, hit National. Okay, okay so they they go back up they to go the K four. Nope. Or, they oh, go, they, they cut all the way back. Yes. Okay. Cut all the way to back. The K4. Get back up to the K four yep. and go up so they're go get to um National Street. Which because we have APCs, we can run yeah. through these fucking roadblocks no, now. Not so much. Oh son of a bitch. Hell breaks <laughs> loose again with bullets flying. Did from... it ever stop breaking no. loose? Okay. No, not for these guys. Jesus fucking no. Christ. Um bullets are flying from every goddamn direction. Uh there were and the RPGs as well. Of course. Okay. The APCs were being rocked. This is why we can't have nice things, because the yep. Somalis have RPGs. The, the, the APCs are being rocked back and forth. Yeah. But, you know, with the blast hitting, you know, just by them or whatever. And the men inside of them are being tossed all around. But the cool thing is with these APCs, uh, if they're anything like ours, the way they're designed is they're very angular. So that when something like an RPG hits, unless it hits on a... A real weird angle, it's going to kind of bounce off. Yeah. Um, because the angles actually are designed so that when a rocket hits it, the detonator doesn't get a chance to touch it. Like, again, unless it's on a weird-ass angle. So you get the body of the grenade that hits, yep. and it won't detonate unless the nose is depressed in. 
Exactly. Um, so they're on to National Street. So they're on National. Okay. Yep. They're going up through. Now they get to Holodig, okay? Oh, God. Holodig. Yep. And, and that is, that's where all the bad shit's happening. Yeah. Now they're supposed to make the turn north. Okay. To go up past the hotel, correct? Up towards yep. Crash Site 1. Yep, to Crash okay. Site 1. Um, so they're supposed to, but... and Yeah. Well, this is when they get to the turn, and they're supposed to make that turn while the front two APCs get hit by RPGs. Okay. Okay? And this point, they get fucking, you know, bamboozled. They're all fucking jostled around. And... Um, they can't go north or straight because the roads are completely blocked. So now we have to take a right onto Hallway. So they gotta go south, right? Which they go. A... They go south. Two of those two front APCs go south. Okay, so that that would be okay. at that intersection. They're taking a right down onto Hallwoodig. Yeah, which is you may as well just have driven into fucking hell. So they they get they get sent south. Okay. Um, everybody else is still in the back. Yeah. They don't realize what's going on. Yeah. And, and there's no communication, obviously. And, um, Captain, uh, Marowich, um, realizes at this point, cause he sees, you know, what the fuck's going on. Cause he doesn't yeah. see those two front APCs. Right. And he realizes what's going on and he stops the rest of the convoys. He gets on the fucking, the radio. Hey, the Malaysian radio. <laughs> no, no, no. Their own radio. Oh. Says, you know, calls a halt to it. Yeah. And so the rest of the convoy doesn't go south. And now the two lead APCs are all by themselves. Okay, those first Fuck. two, they're headed south. Because, like, looking at this, if they could have continued straight down National, they would have come up directly between both yeah. crash sites. Exactly. But now we got to go down Hallwadig. No, no, no. Those two are those going. Those two, yeah. Those two are going down. They didn't get very far. But they're out of the sight of everybody else. Right. And this is when the very front one gets hit directly by an RPG. Motherfucker. Okay. Brings everything, brings both to a fucking halt. Yeah, because you've got a, a giant dead thing yep. in the road. And. Oh, shit. <laughs> the guys inside take a, a, perfective, a protective perimeter. Yeah. Okay. This is where we're going to stop with these guys. We're going to come back to them. Okay. Okay. So so we got, at this point, we got two um, missing in action. Jesus. Got, you know, one one uh, one unit missing in action. Yep. That's, you know, lost, supposedly lost. Okay. Or, you know, not there. Yeah. You got the rest of the convoy. Who are um, still back at that intersection. Still at the intersection. Um, it's at the crossing. They're not at that crossing. And so to speak, they, the the Tenth Mountain guys want the packet Pakistanis to actually go over the blockade. Yeah, and they don't want to risk it. They're like, nope, we're not doing it. If they if it had been our our tanks, we would have done it. We would have fucking gone right through it. If these were Pakistanis trapped here and they'd asked us to yep. do this, we would have fucking done it. So this means that the guys in the Tenth Mountain that are in the APCs had to dismount. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, and go ahead on foot. They got would get to the um, the hotel. It's too bad they couldn't have just fucking 40 Mike Mike these uh, roadblocks and driven through them. Yeah. But. So they get to the hotel area. Uh-huh. 
and the road was blocked by burning cars and tires. So they're like slightly yeah. north onto Olympic, onto yep. uh, Hallwoodig up towards yep. the hotel. Okay. And at this point, which from here they're a street over from Crash Site. At this one. point, they're about like three blocks, three blocks up, one block over from, away from Crash from Site Crash One. Crash Site yeah. One. Um, and the so they're blocked. Okay. So that you know they disembark and they have to start getting rid of everything. Yeah. Um, now at this point, it's men- worth mentioning that the company going to Crash Site One was Alpha Company. Okay. Okay. Now there's a second company, Charlie Company. They are the ones with some Delta guys headed. They're gonna. They go. Uh, are these the guys that get turned? No. Okay. This is another one. Because they're they're these the the two guys that the two come the two platoon the platoon that got turned around yep. that they turned to the south was part of Alpha. Okay. Okay. Charlie was all was in back of Alpha. Okay. So they were kind of taking up the rear of the yeah. the convoy. Okay. Because the mission was Charlie or Alpha would go to Crash Light One. Uh huh. Charlie would go to two. Charlie would go to two. Do so- find out what they need to do. And then they would link back up and go from there. So essentially, the game plan is you get to the corner of Hallwoodig and National. Yeah. Alpha takes a left. Yep. Charlie would go straight. Yes. Okay. And um, obviously, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, no, it happens. Well, Charlie to an extent. Charlie would go to Crash Light Two, mm-hmm. and pretty much do what you saw in the movie. You know, they'd get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Alpha Company. Um, had to open. Now we're gonna stick with Alpha Company for for a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. So Alpha Company, they start to open up obstacles so that the APCs and the tanks could get through. Jesus okay? Christ! They cleared the first obstacle enough so that they could get they could move forward. Uh, they would begin to leapfrog, mm-hmm. boom, 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 um, up the street, taking fire the whole time. Um, they got to the road just before the. A hotel and they got held up by a large amount of gunfire coming from the buildings all around them yeah they they walked into an ambush yeah. and they have a machine gun unit at this time go down one of their guys actually gets fucking shot through the head and he's, he's, he's lights out london yeah that's kind of um, game over generally yeah and the the um, the guy feeding him rounds assistant gunner yeah yep. he gets wounded as well so, well, you think about it, it kind of makes sense because they are generally right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Merowich at this point, he's like, okay, we need to get, gets another gunner brought up. Right. An assistant. Take their place. You know, we need to keep this fluid. Everybody needs to stay on the same page. We need to have this going. Okay. We need to keep marching on. Uh, can't dwell on what's going on right. later. We'll 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 do that. We'll think about this yeah. later. We'll we'll mourn our dead once we get out yeah. of here alive. Um, yeah. And this is while the men are being so directed as to which way they had to go. Now they began to clear hoss by hoss. Mm-hmm. They would go, boom, clear the house, move on, clear it, move At on. At this point in time, you have to. Yeah. If not, you're going to get shot. Yep. All over the fucking place. Um. And this is when they were able to get past the hotel. And this, the, the shitty part about this is doing that is real slow moving. Yes. So 
every second that you are way up here trying to clear these buildings so that you can get past them, these guys over by Crash Site 2 and this, some of the guys that are over by Crash Site 1 still are getting the shit shot out of them. Yeah. And you can't do anything about it. And they're and, the, and these guys are, you know, the other the Rangers and Delta are like, where the fuck are these guys, you know? They don't know. They don't know what's actually really going on. No, they're still waiting on the initial convoy. Yeah. Which which is, you know, which is already back at camp wh- which and is then, the QRF. You yeah, know, they don't they don't know that they're oh, they're on their way. Well, how far away are they? Oh, they're this far away. They don't really know. They're not being told that they couldn't get there. Right. The so, first time they tried to get there, shit happened. Yeah, so they at had this to go point back. in time, these guys on the ground are still waiting on McKnight's company to get there. Yeah. They have no idea that he's already gone back, and they've cannibalized mm-hmm. his convoy and the other convoy to make this one that's now headed yeah. back to them. So, Jesus Christ. Um, Put yourself in that situation, though. Fuck. Now, they... Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, they get past... The hotel and fucking the gunfire it just starts right there. And they get or they're getting close to the hotel, and the fuck the gunfire is just Constant. immense. Yeah, it's just raining. Sounds like shit one contin- one continuous yeah. fucking shot. Hell is breaking loose. Well, this is the point where they get a Humvee up, and the Humvee's got a Mark 19 on it. Ah, and that fucker bringing in the fucking boom boom. Brings in the rain and starts just turning that goddamn hotel into rubble. So anybody not familiar with it, a Mark 19 is a, I believe, belt-fed 40-millimeter grenade launcher. Yeah. This thing will fuck your day up quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yes. Because you can be killed by one of these without it detonating. It could hit you in the chest and fucking just kill you. It just, it, it, it causes destruction. So it's, it's essentially, uh, it'd be about the size of like... Uh, it's it's they're smaller than a baseball. Yeah. Um. Maybe like a like a bocce ball. Probably. Yeah, and then they explode. Yeah. <laughs> and there's they, a lot of them coming they in cause very a fucking lot quickly. Lot of damage. Yeah. So by this point, the uh, rumble had been the whole rubble that's been blocking the road has been moved. Yes. And the APCs are actually allowed to go through. Um. And the lead APC driver was given orders to not go through, which caused issues, okay? And... Um, you gotta get there, but don't get there. Yeah. Okay, they, they were, you know, cause they, weren't, they didn't want to have them go through and, you know, have anything happen. So, um, so this was being taken care of by the 1st and 2nd platoons of Alpha Company, which were moving forward toward Crash Site 1. Mm-hmm. Um, they would move up a few more blocks... Uh, make a left and then head a few more blocks until they got to about a block and a half away to me and um, from the crash site. So they're like a block and a half up from it. Then they have to go back yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. Now this, at this point in time, this is when um, Colonel Lee Van Arnsdale, um, Takes himself, a radio man, and a machine gunner, okay, and proceeds ahead. He's a Delta guy. This dude's a fucking colonel. He doesn't have to do this. He's got a bird on his uniform. Oh, oh, not to mention also, (laughs) so when they're at the hotel area, 
the fucking gunfire is happening. This dude, John Wayne's himself, fucking right down. You know, if you've ever seen the, um, if you've seen the movie, you see uh, Colonel McKnight, where he's fucking walking down through and he's getting shot at and everything. Yeah. yeah, whatever. No, no, no. That is actually Van Arsdale. It was both of them. They both did the same fucking thing. Yeah, Van Arsdale's like he, walking right Van down. Van Arsdale the... took a lot more fire than McKnight did, but they did the same damn thing. Yeah, he's walking down through, and the guys are like looking at him like, are you fucking high? What are you doing? <laughs> you know, and you dip into the fucking cot supply. What are you doing there? He's chief? like, hey, hey, you know, you got to get the hell going and everything else. They're like, yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, sure. We got to get going. So then he's like, okay, he tells them to stay behind. I'm going to go up, link up with Scotty Miller. Okay. With the Delta guys. Yep. Um, they were the ones that crash site one, I think. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cause those, those because those are the guys that never left that crash site. He's been in contact with him. Scotty, where the hell are you? You know, he goes, you know, where, he's like, where the hell are you? I'm right here. Fuck you, come to me. You know, so they link up because he didn't want to have fratricide. Yeah. If you don't know what fratricide <laughs> is, you don't want to have one them killing you. You don't want to have, uh, you know, comp, you know. It's when you, if you, you forget to turn friendly fire off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after meeting up with Miller, he went back to link up with Captain... Uh, Merowich and um, Captain Steele happened to be there and those two were arguing with each other over who was in command yeah because at this point because they had actually met up um, got far enough to meet up with Steele and Van Arsdale sees this shit he he walks in he goes mine's got a bird on it you guys can both shut the fuck up well he, not so much because he's like you know i'm not in charge of either one of these guys and he's like but you salute the rank but, not the man yeah so he's yeah. kind of like i figured you know what we don't need a confusion he steps in speaks up and says all right guys both of you go to your fucking rooms i'm in charge and they're like yes sir yeah you know because rank who the fuck are you i'm a colonel oh shit sorry yeah so they then move forward with the tanks and APCs to begin the process of uh, loading the wounded onto the APCs. And this process was not easy because of the roads being so ne- damn narrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I mean by saying there's not easy and being so narrow um, is because they had to fill one APC at a time, which meant when that APC was filled, they then had to move it. Yep. And move to the next bring one up. another one in, so that it could be filled. Yeah. Now during this time, the Mark 19s, one of the Mark 19s on the Humvee was actually hit by an RPG, which took it out. What a fucking shot! Um, Alpha Company was also having a hard time getting Walcott and the pilot out. Yeah, that 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 was a um, process. They they the saw that they were um, using was actually having issues. Yeah, cutting through the metal. So, because they essentially had a concrete saw, so they actually had to begin begin to the process of like fucking ramming the helicopter yep. with their vehicles yep. and yanking on it to crack the damn Black Hawk open. Because yep. they're not made to be able to be yeah. cut into. So now they're getting this process done. Okay. Now, meanwhile, at Crash Light Two, so we're gonna move now to Crash yep. Light Two. Which Things, is Charlie Company or yeah, Platoon, uh, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Charlie Company. Uh, pl- yes. And Charlie. 
uh, things were not any better. Chuck, if you're nasty. Yep. <laughs> when they arrived, one APC pulled over. Um, so th- they had three APCs with them. Okay. Okay. So one APC pulls up beside the helicopter. Two pull up behind it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest stack up behind them because I guess they actually had more APCs. So there's like a lot of APCs in this situation. Yeah. Um, more APCs than you can shake a stick at. Now, one stop, this is when the front APC was rocked by an RPG and the bullets begin to fly again mm-hmm. at them. They then began the process of pretty much putting their middle fingers up to everybody and yeah. said, you know what? Fuck you Fuck guys. Fuck you. We're staying inside this. This this is our shit. We're taking this over. Yeah. So they set up a perimeter, start fucking laying waste, and they ringed it. They kept pushing out, pushing out, pushing out, yep. making that perimeter bigger. Um, and they got to a point where the perimeter and the area, the area of the helicopter and everything beyond that was secure. Okay, so the, all those, so all those guys that were shooting at them were amateurs. And you got to think about it. You got you got all these dudes that have been at Crash Site Two for quite some time. Yeah, they're getting tired. They're being overrun. Um. This is the point in the movie where Crash Site One, because nobody's at Crash Site Two. That, yeah, that's what I meant. This is the point where, um, in the movie, uh, where Eversman's like, switch to semi. We gotta, yeah. we gotta conserve ammo. So these guys are like, they're starting to lose hope, and then these motherfuckers roll up with APCs, and then they've got trailers behind the APCs to carry their balls, and then like all these guys that have been out here fighting for uh, like nine hours at this point in time are like. All right, all right, let's fucking do this. Yeah, you, you thought you had us, but well, no. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's it kind of uh, it, it reinvigorates the the will to survive well, at and that it, point. It, and it kind of, I this this is one one of my things with like the book. I gotta say, you know, I didn't really like the fact that how he portrayed the tenth mountain as kind of like they didn't really give two shits. Yeah. Yeah. They they actually were pissed at this point. These guys were like, no, we don't know who the fuck these guys are. We don't care. They're one of ours. Yep. We're going in. We're getting them. They got them little American flags on their arms. They're coming home with us. We're getting them and we're coming out. Yep. No matter what. They've killed our people. We're not happy right now. So Charlie Company is at Crash Site 2. They... Have the perimeter secure. They begin the process of removing all sensitive materials. Yeah, because at this point and, in time, there's no, uh, no crew to remember yeah. uh, to remove because um, you can well, find they, they videos of it where these the, the crew from Durant's Bird, including uh, Shigart and Gordon, who were the Delta guys last week that came in and just fucking laid their dicks out. Um, all of these guys have have been fucking stripped down and dragged through the streets at this point. Yeah. Which is, I've watched it and it made me mad enough that I almost fucking cried. So it's yeah. like, this is fucking gross. Yeah. There's they, no they, need for that. Yeah. Well they, so yeah. So they began to, sh- cause they don't know this at this point. They right. don't, they don't no, know. I'm just, you know, they don't for, know uh, for the listener. Yeah. They don't know any of this. Yeah. So they begin to shout the names of the guys on board the helicopter and follow, begin to follow blood trails. Yeah. Okay. Um, they hope to try to find someone held up in a shanty 
But after 20 minutes of searching, they stopped because they found not a single body. Yeah. Because, well, as Kevin just and the, said. And the Somalis as, also dragged their own off. As too. Kevin said, they were actually all dragged away. Yep. You know. All dead except Durant. I mean, some of them were fucking found in pieces. Uh-huh. And it was uh, uh, Tommy Fields, I believe. It was 32 days from the time this happened to the time that his head was returned to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. They got it. They 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 returned his body, but they did not return his head for over a month. Yeah, it's um, so. All right, so now, so somebody had slipped up and dumped a couple fucking tomahawks into this place a few days later. I wouldn't have felt all that bad about yeah. it. So we've Still got for being honest. Um, crash site two secure. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Companies did their job with the Delta guys. Yep. They've secured it. Um. So now. Remember those first two APCs that yeah, went the ones in a different that got direction? Up, uh, yeah, the ones that got turned yeah. south on Hollowdig. Yeah. Well, let's go back to that platoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would stop not far after going south, and they were in hell like anyone, everyone else mm-hmm. was, was meaning uh, they are being shot at. Oh, yeah, okay? obviously, yeah. Um, they like were also... Lot. Now, they... Like, Merrill, which, you know... Because he, he was like, where the fuck did those guys go? Like, well, okay. Yeah, do we have another know, fu- Do we have another fucking crash ha- site we have to deal something with? Something happened with them. Yeah. Well, we, we're going to continue this way. Um, they figured maybe that the you know, Pakistani guys had did something, or the uh, Malaysians or whatever. They got different. They got scared. Yeah. So, um, meanwhile... The guys in those APCs that were, you know, they got turned around. Turn around, got turned south, were wondering the same thing. Where the fuck are the rest of the other Jesus guys? Jesus Christ! Um, the lieutenant, uh, lieutenant Hollis, who was in charge of those guys, took his radio guy, a machine gunner, and an interpreter back up the hill to see where, where everyone else was. He didn't see a goddamn soul. This is when they found Somali out. Somali or otherwise. There's just fucking nobody. Yeah. So they, this is when they basically found out that they're all alone. Now, the radio guy, he overhears on the radio that their platoon was missing and presumed dead. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, lieutenant, the lieutenant tried to get on one radio, couldn't fucking do it. He gets on another radio. <laughs> Those radios own... are made in Malaysia. They're garbage. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is his own. This is oh, their, okay. their radio guys. So something something so, was happening with it. So they're made in Taiwan. So he gets on his own radio. He gets a hold of Lieutenant David, and the LT tells David that they're in a big shit sandwich, so to speak, and they need help. <laughs> We're in a shit sandwich, and we ain't got any ranch um, dressing. The colonel told him to calm down <laughs> and... <laughs> Did Easy they, to say from fucking three miles away where you're not getting shot at. Well, because the lieutenant's getting riled up. Yeah, well... So they, he, he tells them to calm down, relax, and that they would get someone to help them, okay? And at this point, this is when... Because, you know, the lieutenant doesn't know that Charlie Company's not that far away. Right. He doesn't know this. And that's probably why they're not taking fire anymore, because they've pushed that perimeter back. Well... They're still taking fire. Well, not as severely, I would assume, right? No, just as bad. Just as bad. Jesus Christ. Um, now, so the colonel told him to calm down and to get someone to help him. 
So they began to become light on ammo, and the casualties started to pile up. Um, this is when the Flyboys, as they called them, showed up and began to rocket the hell yeah. of the buildings. Homeboys to... and the Little Birds. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they were like, they were like, they were like a gift from heaven. Yeah. You know, this came... is when those, uh, those, those IR strobes come in yeah. real handy so you don't get your dick blown off. Well, <laughs> somehow, I guess the guys in the Little Birds realized, because, you know, you can see a fucking goddamn APC. Right. So it's, it's, it's glowing white. Right. So you know... Who to shoot at, who not to. Right, but also, like, like um, the, the IR strobes helped them to be able to pick individuals no, out. they didn't actually have... Oh, these guys didn't no, have them. Okay. No, there was no IR strobes. You, you have white APCs, and you have guys, you know, you can see in the dark with, with you know... True. You know, knock-on, so you can, you know... True. You see that shit. So, um, now, the Command Sergeant Major... um. Uh, of the APCs, Major Aziz, um, was asked if, um, by the guy from Charlie Company, okay, the leader of that, the cap, the captain of that, mm-hmm. if they could borrow some vehicles to go after the guys that were lost. Why do I okay? get the feeling the answer to this is going to be no? And Fuck you. Aziz calls. Um, back to his command and gets the answer of no. God damn it. Uh, that's the first time Aziz would, yeah, they would have, they, so the Charlie boys would go, okay, they went back to each other. They Pakistanis said, are fucking useless. No, 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 Malaysians. They're still fucking, well, they're not as useless. No. They gave him the, they uh, gave him the let's APC. Not, let's not be jumpy. Okay. Let's not be so hasty with this. Well. At this point in time, the no. Pakistanis are being fucking useless. Well, these are Malaysians. Okay. Not Pakistanis. No, well, that's, I corrected myself. The Malaysians gave them the APCs at least. The Malaysians are in the APCs. Oh, okay. The Malaysians, Malaysians are, are driving. driving. Okay. Okay. I mean, so you try to jam a giant American into a Malaysian-sized seat. It's probably not going to work well. Well, so the guys in Charlie Company make a plan. Okay, this is what we can do. What we can go, we can you know make figure out where we need to go. We'll get there on foot, okay? right? We'll get there on foot. But I don't know. Something happened between there. Like you know, well, let's go back to Aziz and see if he can ask one more goddamn time. Yeah, and one more time with feelings, sir. And at this time, Aziz, because it was a sergeant major, okay, who was involved. Mm-hmm. He. Him and Aziz are on the same fucking page. They're quite pissed. Yeah. And Aziz's battalion commander was not getting the whole gist. Wasn't getting everything. Denied him. Asshole. And neither one of them um, wanted to leave their men. Obviously. You know, Sergeant Major or Aziz. And, um, you know... And, well, this is when Aziz kind of made the choice to kind of give the finger to his command, disregard orders, and go after his men. Yep. Because there's men, his men down there, too. Sometimes it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah. Yeah. So he and the Americans would head down to these get these guys. Because, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, yeah, you could lose your command, but you'll be able to sleep at night knowing you did the right fucking thing. He would later be awarded with uh, 
Panglima Ga Barani for gallantry in the face of the enemy. Which I'm assuming is the Malaysian Medal of Honor. Something close to yeah. that, I guess. Um, so they would go down to where the men were and pile them into the vehicles. And then at this point, they would proceed. Um, so kind of like uh, any route they could take. I guess it was like back towards Hollowdig. And then kind of like, so they would go, so they were south of here. They proceed south of Hollowdig uh-huh. and then back down to, I don't know, wherever this, there's like a little road here. I think they'd be via uh, Agfoy because it kind of continues down that yeah. way. Yeah. And then up back up, um, what's this called? Maxud Harabi. Maxud Harabi all the way up. Okay. To the Pakistani. Um, up to the Pakistani stadium. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot. That, nope. And it's not a long way. Is the thing is like all no. of this shit is taking place within a couple miles of itself. Yeah. But so <laughs> there's th- just so much shit going on that it's it's a nightmare to get there. So these guys are headed off to the Pac- Pakistani stadium, okay? With all the wounded and yeah. everything. Um and Cuz that, that was kind of set up as like a like a field hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, back at crash site 1, um they were to the point that it was just about daylight. Yeah. And they needed to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Lieutenant Colonel David gave the command for his guys to move out, he got on the comms to Task Force Ranger HQ to make sure that all the bodies had been accounted for so they could call up you know, the Rangers yep. and Delta to get exact, you know, hey, or all the bodies accounted for. At the crash site. Do we have everyone? Yeah. Do you? Okay. Answer is yes. All right. Different story at crash so, site too. Um, they all had all the bodies accounted for. And the order was given for them to move out. Lieutenant Colonel Hollis decided that the best course of action for moving out was to put the QRF, the 10th Mountain, mm-hmm. um, the Malaysians and the Pakistani guys in the front. Because they were the freshest. Mm-hmm. Um, Delta in the middle. Because Delta could kind of handle the shit. Yeah. Was going down. And the Rangers in the rear. Yep. They're banged up and everything. But they, you know, if they needed to do, they could still handle it. Rangers lead the way from yeah. the rear at this time. No. <laughs> this is when the Mogadishu Mile, as they referred to it, um, would take place. And they'd go back the same route that they had came. Um, unlike the move, the movie, they took fire as they ran down. The oh road. yeah, yeah. They they were still getting um, their shit shot at. They got to a certain point, and they all piled in in and on top of the APCs. Yeah. Okay. Which on top of an APC is not a good place to be. Yeah. It's like those old like pictures of the Russian tankers during World War II. So many of those dudes got shot because they're just like fuck it. I'm gonna ride in on this thing. Yep. And and some of them actually thought that they um had actually got left behind but yeah. they were just spread out so they weren't but everybody kind of they eventually stopped and they all got on and, yeah they kind of regrouped and, and they all like the movie yeah they they all got to the pakistani yeah um stadium okay to you know get treated and everything else yeah um so yeah so that's kind of where that's that's mercifully the end of the fighting yeah now, Jesus this is Christ. the point where 
<clears throat> we gotta pay homage to yeah to everyone. Um, there was quite a few guys that actually lost their lives. Um, it's, it's like let's let's put it this way. Oh, there was a what they say like seventy five rangers. Um, initially, nobody came yeah. back from this not banged up. Yeah. So, um, the the here's the list of the KIA killed in action. Yeah. Um, from the tenth mountain, PFC James Martin. Uh, Sergeant Colonel Houston. He was the gunner. I'm sorry. His name was Colonel Houston. Uh, yeah. That's fucking excellent. Yeah. Uh, Corn. I'm sorry, Cornell. Sorry. Oh, Cornell. Cornell Houston. I like Colonel better. <laughs> yeah. Cornell Houston. Um, he was one of the first ones killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin actually was killed a little bit after. Um, uh, from the 106th Soar. Yeah, which were the uh, the guys that were in the the uh, helicopter. The helicopters. So those were uh, that blood. was that was your squad of like uh, uh, Air Force PJs. It had Rangers and Delta, and I think there was a couple of SEALs in there as well. Yeah. So um. <clears throat> the ones killed from this. So these are the <coughs> these are the flyboys. So um, uh, Staff Sergeant William Cleveland, Staff Sergeant Thomas Field. Uh, warrant officer four, oh. chief four. I'm sorry, chief warrant officer. Four. I apologize. The, the, these were not the guys I was thinking. These were the guys from uh, Durantsburg. Yeah, yeah. Um, chief warrant officer four, Raymond Frank. Yep. Co-pilot. Chief warrant officer three, Cliff Walcott. Yep. He was the chief... Cliff Walcott was the pilot of Super Six Four. He was crash which site was one. Crash site one. Yeah. Um, and then chief warrant officer two, Donovan Briley. Yep. They called him Bull. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Delta, they lost Master Sergeant Gary Gordon. Yep. Uh, Sergeant First Class Randy Shugart. Yep. Uh, Staff Sergeant Daniel Bush. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about him in Episode 2. He was the guy um, that was on the first, <clears throat> that was on Walcott's Bird, that... Uh, when it was shot down, he was actually hanging out of it. Um, he landed. He was all fucked up. Went back in and got his uh, his saw and just laid waste to these motherfuckers. And then he took a took a round just below his belly plate and died yeah. fucking slowly and painfully. Uh, staff start staff sergeant or uh, Earl Fillmore and Master Sergeant Tim Martin. Yep. The seventy seven seventy fifth Ranger Regiment. Uh, Tim, uh, Tim Martin was the guy last week that got uh, blown in half with the RPG. Yeah. Not uh, that anybody needed to be like, no. nobody's going to be like, holy shit, he died. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Um, 75th Ranger Regiment, Corporal Jamie Smith. He was the one that had the femoral artery. Yep. Uh, special, specialist uh, James Cavaco, Sergeant uh, Casey Joyce. Yep. PFC, uh, which is uh, Private First, uh, Private first, first class. class, Richard Kowalski. Uh, Kowalski, uh, uh, I think we mentioned it last week. Um, in the movie, there is a guy that is shot with an RPG in the truck, and it's stuck in him, and he falls out of the truck. That actually fucking happened, except yeah. the RPG passed completely through him, and I believe it went out the opposite side window and detonated against a building. Um but if you think about it, an RPG is approximately, I don't know what, nine inches in diameter. 
Well, this is the he's the one that had the fucking the the round stuck into him. Yeah, the RPG. Yeah, but still, it it's so it didn't actually go all the way through him. But that's uh, I mean, they're eight or nine inches in diameter. Yeah. There's no nowhere on your body that can hit you and not kill you. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, you get hit in the leg, you got to, you, you're, you're gonna bleed out. You get hit in the chest. There's a lot of important shit there too. Exactly. Not a not a a, a good death. Um, <sighs> Sergeant Dominic Pilla. Shot in the uh, head in the Humvee. Sergeant Lorenzo Ruiz. Yep. Who uh, last week we talked about him? He got shot through the armpit. Yeah. Uh, on the fifty on one of the Humvees. Uh, the wounded in action totaled <sighs> seventy eight soldiers. And all, yeah, That's... the Rangers, the Rangers got it the worst. Yeah, um, not that it was a fucking competition, but the the, the Rangers took a beating. So Mike Durant, um, he would be released after eleven days. Yep. Um, after members of the Red Cross met with the captors alongside a Nigerian soldier that had been captured previously to the incident. And the thing is, with that Nigerian soldier, they have no fucking clue how long ideas guys had him because the nigerians were part of the initial nato force they have no fucking clue yeah. how long this guy was there he could yeah. have been there for literally a year yep. at that point they have no goddamn clue but uh, they're just like hey while we <laughs> we'll, we'll take our american toss the nigerian into yeah okay yep. cool so he would uh make a full recovery yep. at the landstall uh regional medical center in germany and rejoined the 106th SOAR. Uh, by the time he retired in 2001, he had been clocked uh, clocked more than 3,700 flight hours, and almost 1,500 of those were in in the dark with uh, NVG's night vision goggles, which which that, is super impressive. Super fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, because you're nav at night. A lot of people don't realize it, but yeah, you have – you don't really have – in a helicopter, you don't really have radar because you're moving in – it's it's a lot of visual navigation. Yeah. And to do that with these giant bulky-ass goggles on your head and a fucking huge bird, to do all of that with guys on this thing, that's impressive. Um, and then in two, uh, 2022, he actually ran for Congress in Alabama. Because after he'd gone home, um, things with his first wife didn't work out. He got remarried. Him and his second wife had six goddamn kids, and they relocated to Huntsville, Alabama. Um, and he ran for Congress in Alabama, I believe. And a lot of people gave him a bunch of shit because he was he ran as a Republican, but he was also a Trump supporter, and people fucking hated him for it, which is disgusting. This guy, <laughs> to give this guy a modicum of shit because of his political beliefs, fuck you, first of all. Because that doesn't need to be involved. This guy, you know, he, he didn't need that at that point in time. Um, but, yeah. And uh, I think it's safe to say that probably nobody came back from this regular after this. Um, no. a, a lot of these guys stayed in and kept doing their thing but you, you you can't go through that much shit and still be the person you were before no you know 
Definitely not. And especially considering all Most of this definitely. happened within less than 24 hours. This yeah. was like a 15-hour day. You know, 15 to 18 hours, whatever it was. It wasn't, it wasn't even a full 24-hour period from the time the birds initially took off to the time everybody was yeah. out. Oh yeah, it's fucking incredible to think about, but it's it's uh... in all of this because we were trying to help people not starve to death because one asshole wanted to control this country and use hunger and food as a weapon to do so. Um, thankfully, about three years later. He caught a fucking bullet somewhere and then died of a, a heart attack afterwards. Um, glad that happened. But um, after he was killed, his son returned to Somalia for the services and was elected to the head of the clan. And keep in mind, his son was one of the Marines that was in the initial force with the U.N., this dude was an American fucking citizen, and he went back and became a warlord in Somalia, which is wild. Like, what <laughs> what fucking choices do you make in your life to go? When, when do you sit down and go, kind of think, like, what did I do to get here? I went to the United States on my dad's dime and got an education. Yeah. I joined the military. I became a Marine, which is kind of rad. Um, I went home to try to feed my people who my father was treating like dog shit. Not a big fan of him at that point, but then I go, I go home because the Marines get pulled out. Um, and then I go back and take over for him. <laughs> like something fucking squirrely happened in, in the meantime there. Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ, dude, this was a marathon. Yeah. <sighs> this is our first four parter. Uh, and if anybody wants to see how the sausage was made, we recorded episodes three and four together, which son of a bitch, we've been here for four hours. We've been in the studio for four hours at this point. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. But Hey, it, this was episode 200. We, you know, wouldn't have made it this far without you guys. We appreciate every single one of you. Um, and since Kevin's been harping on it the last couple weeks, it's my turn because he just talked a bunch. We want your goddamn stories. I forgot to mention that last week. We want your goddamn stories. We're gonna we're we're gonna have next week. Will be listener stories, so we need them. Just send them in through um, our email. You can send them to darkwindowspod at gmail .com. You can message them directly to either myself i'm kev carlton on facebook you can email you can message them to kevin hire on facebook we'll put them into a word doc and we'll have them but we want your stories because we want to we want to do you know like kevin said before we want to give back to you guys we want to have uh an episode where it's all about you guys we want to hear your crazy shit um paranormal or not if you have you ever run into a serial killer that's cool i want to hear about it um like i mentioned previously you know Fucking Papa, you know, fall on a raccoon in the woods and have it get stuck in his ass. Kevin doesn't want to hear that story, but I do because it sounds like fun. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think, yeah. <laughs> so you can uh, 
And if you like this shit, and you have $5 too much, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Tarkwoodos podcast, and you can give us your surplus $5. And in return, we will give you a bonus episode every week, including our 25, 26, whatever, however fucking many there are in the back catalog. You get all of those for five bucks a month. It's great. Just, you know, give it a shot. You'll like it. Um, and a, a lot of it is stuff where we couldn't, there's not enough information on it to drag it out for a full hour episode, but it's still fun shit. So if you want to check it out, it's five bucks, a, uh, five bucks a month. You know, let's see if you like it. If you don't like it, you can cancel at any time. It's fine. We won't, won't be upset. We get it. Um, also, slide on over to studio.com. Grab yourself some earbuds, some headphones, or a speaker. Throw it in your cart. And at checkout, put in Dark Windows 15 in the promo code. You get 15% off your entire order. And, uh, yeah. Damn, dude. That was... Whew. So, <laughs> so yeah. After this, we're going to do our listener stories. And then... I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna come back with a horrific crime. Uh, I'm sorry, I I was uh, I I'm... Kevin is emailing me things because yeah. I want to add his fucking like twelve or whatever pages he's got to my twenty pages because uh, <laughs> I want to put all this shit together. Um, so since I'm doing a crime, I'm gonna roll for Kevin for the week after that while he's not paying attention. Son of a bitch! How dare you? What you got? Crime. Oh, sh- two crimes in a row, motherfucker! Okay, okay, okay. I see you. So, yeah, in case you guys weren't bummed out by this, you also get to listen to potential murders for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so, but knowing Kevin, he'll come up with like a fucking bank robbery or something weird like that because that's, hey, you know, I like bank robberies too. Who doesn't like a fucking crime like that? But occasionally you just want to talk about some unhinged little fucking weirdo that did some really goofy shit. Yeah. You know? Well. Maybe we'll find one with a, one with a happy ending. Maybe because I've got one uh, that we could do that. It, like the the rest of the story is horrible and like god awful, but we could potentially have a happy ending. But anyway, holy shit! Thank you guys so much. Yes. Um. Thank you, everyone. Jesus, we yeah. It's Evan, that, that, that's our that's our two hundred big fucking two hundred. Yeah. You know. Um. Special special thanks to Evan Gall for the help that he gave us with this one. Um. Honestly, couldn't have done this one without without you, buddy. We really appreciate it. Um, so, holy shit! With yeah. That, so I guess it's time to stop rambling and just end it this. is. So that being said, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Bye bye. We love you guys and girls. Yeah. <laughs>